Jared Cannon. I'm Beth. I'm Paul. This is a podcast where two librarians look at pop culture cornerstones from their childhood and decide if they're good enough to be shared with the next generation of nerds. Hey there, Paul. Hey. Hey, do you have a bad synopsis for us? Sure. I have a few for this one. Great. I'm going to do a few takes and you can tell me what's better. Teen with a bad attitude and a chip on his shoulder sets out to prove to the world that he is smarter than his rival, the infamous Chester Copperpot. (laughs) Very nice. How about crazed teen driver nearly kills Pierre in road rage cliffside bike accident? That shit's fucked up. (laughs) That shit's fucked up. Uh, Here's my favorite. People eating pizza badly. People eating pizza badly? I don't know about that one. We'll we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Okay. We'll get to it. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, that happens, I feel like, in a lot of things. From all of that, <laughs> you obviously got that we are talking about The, the Goonies, released on June 7th, 1985. This was directed by Richard Donner, written by Chris Columbus, story by Steven Spielberg, starring Sean Astin, Josh Brolin, Corey Feldman. The Rotten Tomatoes was a 76. The audience was a 90. Yeah, that sounds right. That sounds about right. Paul, what was your experience with The Goonies as a kid? I think this is another one of those movies where... I actually think I was not allowed to see the Goonies, and I saw it at a friend's house for the first time. Oh, you rebel, Yeah. um, But, I mean, I instantly fell in love with the adventure and the pirates and uh, the secret passages and the uh, gadgets and all of that stuff was, again, right right in my sweet spot. It's hitting a lot of spots for you. Yeah. Yeah, it's hitting a lot of spots. Um, So, yeah, this this is one I have rewatched many a time. What about you? Well, I'm sure I was allowed to watch it because no one paid attention to what I was watching. But (laughs) I definitely remember watching it as a kid and watching it with friends over the years and like seeing it a lot. And I've always really loved it. Um, So, yeah, this is one of those where I don't remember the first time that I saw it. And I don't remember if I did, in fact, like have a first time, you know. I I just remember not being allowed. And I, I was trying to figure out this whole time watching it, like, why... What specifically about this was I not allowed? I don't know why I wouldn't have been allowed to see the Goonies. I don't know. It just seems like a weird. Right. There's no, it's, it is a kid story. Well, I have a fun fact that might uh, shed some light onto that. Would you like to oh, really? segue, segue right into Two Trivias and a Lie? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Uh, Chunk's vomit story was inspired by a story told in Stephen King's story, The Body, which was adapted to Stand By Me. The word shit or bullshit is uttered 19 times, not counting the line, holy S-H-I-T. <laughs> okay. And then the real last names of all the Goonies uh, all end in the letter N. Aston, Brolin, Cohen, Feldman, Green, Plimpton, and Quan. Oh, okay. So you're going to go for Paul doesn't know actor people names. For number three. No, I think... Okay, the first one was about the vomit story. Yep. And the second one was about holy (laughs) shit. Isn't there something about the vomit? No, say the vomit one again. I shall. Chunk's vomit story was inspired by a story told in Stephen King's story, The Body, which was adapted to No, you made that up because it's Stephen King. You made it up. You pulled it out of your butt. I think it came from Steven Spielberg, right? Um, Well, you're right. So both of those things are true. I didn't pull it out of my butt in that it is a thing that exists. So... Um, I have always, always, you know, listeners of the pod will know that I'm a huge Stephen King fan. And in the uh, book Different Seasons, there is the story of the body, which was later adapted into Stand By Me right around this time in the mid-80s. He tells the story of Lardass Hogan, and Lord, Lardass Hogan does the blueberry eating contest, and then he purposely makes himself barf the blueberries all over everybody at the contest, and everybody uh, starts okay. a to- complete and total barf if I may. Right. And... Okay. Um, 
in my head because I don't know which I don't know which I would have seen first. I know that the the body was published uh, way before that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. In, you know, in my head, it's always been well. That's the story of Lardass Hogan, and also somehow the story of Chunk. But you're right, Spielberg played this prank allegedly, or something allegedly. akin to it. Yeah, allegedly. So, or he stole it from Stephen King, and just when he was in childhood, yeah, when he. When he wasn't like uh, building sandcastles with uh, George Lucas, I guess I don't know. So oh, call back to a previous episode of Nerd Cannon. <laughs> Are all our episodes somehow tied to Steven Spielberg? I feel like we... and or Steven. Well, did... I've made. I've and I realized when I did it that I have to stop doing Stephen King fun facts because I literally did one last week was the Overlook Hotel, but that one was true. Um. So I'm just not going to stop loving him. I can't. So okay. shit or bullshit, 19 times. Um, also holy S H I T and the little sweetie that was data. And he spelled it out because he promised his mom, he wouldn't swear on film. <laughs> so he nice. felt like that was going to be okay. And I think that's real cute. Mm-hmm. All the Goonies last names do in fact end with the letter N. Yeah. So more fun facts. According to Sean Aston, he was allowed to keep the treasure map. Um, but several years later, do you know who his famous mother is? Do you know that information? It's okay if you don't. Mrs. Aston. Mrs. Aston, no, uh, Patty Duke, John Aston is his mother, okay. Patty Duke. Uh, Patty know. Duke, so his mother, several oh, years okay. later, Patty Duke discovered it, thought it was just garbage, and threw it out. Oh, no. So, Look, Beth, yeah. I have it right here. You have it. Paul has it. Uh-huh, that's right here. I got Does it, it have blood Sean on Aston's it? Because trash. the original one had blood on it. It's, it's got blood, see? Does it have your own blood on it, like the set designer, because he put blood on it. So that's another fact. So... The pirate ship was entirely real. All the shots were filmed in the ship. After the film, it was offered and no one could take it. So it was scrapped. <laughs> Which Aww, is a bummer. That is a bummer. So to get their reactions, the cast was not allowed to see the pirate ship before it was shot. So he wanted to catch their genuine reactions. They do this a lot. Um, we've talked about this before with kid actors where with they try actors. to shoot stuff yeah. more in in sequence or they try to do some things to get more genuine reactions um we talked about it in hook we talked about it in mrs doubtfire like we've talked about it in several um of the movies that we've watched so they did that in this one too um but when they did see it josh brolin was so surprised he went holy shit and so the scene had to be reshot which is funny because there's already other Shits, yeah, why but, would they reshoot yeah, it? They, that doesn't make sense. I don't know. Actually, what I had also read was that they were like so like wide-eyed and stunned that um they reshot it. But um also he used to literally just say to them, wide eyes, and they would all go bloop and like open their eyes as <laughs> like anime characters. <laughs> One-eyed Willie Skull was made from real bone. Which, yikes. Yeah, we talked about this before. We talked about this before. And then also Richard Donner kept it. What? Yep. Richard Donner kept it. What? Yeah. Uh, Like a real person's head? This is, yes. In your house? Yes. And a replica of one of Because he was... A creep? I don't know. Oh, man. Yeah. That's weird. Hate that. I hate that for everybody. Um, when Chunk first sees Jake Fratelli's, fa- although I will say for the record, if I'm dead, um, donate my body to science, do whatever you want with it. I don't really give a shit. I don't need it. Um, if you want to put me in a movie, donate my body movie, to film school. Put, put my put my bones in a movie. I don't give a fuck. I'm not gonna haunt it or be <laughs> shitty. Like I don't care. Put my bones in a movie, and everyone on that movie production's gonna die a grisly death. Perfect. Well, you're um, a misanthrope, and I'm sweet. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when 
when Chunk sees Jake Fratelli's face when he approaches the car, the Hebrew pair he says is improvised by <laughs> Jeff Cohen. He just started <laughs> yelling, and <laughs> that whole thing's weird because he yells a prayer and he sings the whole thing's weird. Cindy yeah. Lauper co-wrote the theme song Goonies Are Good Enough and shot a music video that featured a cameo by the film's executive producer Steven Spielberg. The 12-minute video basically tells the movie's story as a musical. Cindy Lauper plays Cindy, a new Goonie recruit. The Bengals are in it and they play Pirates. Andre the Giant's in it. How have I never seen this, Beth? Oh, I've seen this. I've seen it a lot. I have what's never his, seen that. What's his face that was in... Um, the other Cindy Lauper video, you know, she was in with all the uh, wrestlers. And then the kid actors are also in it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the basis for this story, oh, yes, the theater story was the real life Steven Spielberg. He claims he did this while growing up in Phoenix, Arizona. So I don't know. John Matuzak, okay. who plays Sloth, is wearing the t-shirt of the Oakland Raiders, which is a team that he once played on. So this actor was a like NFL football player. And then he was in a bunch of movies. Really random. And he was like six seven. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's big. So there's a wall calendar and there's newspapers, and somebody says that it's a Saturday. And this all means that this action of this movie takes place on Saturday, October 26, 1985, which incidentally happens to be the exact same day on the events of another film that we have talked about. Do you remember? October 26, Isn't 1985. Somebody's stupid. It's like somebody's birthday. Oh, I no. don't know. It, well, the only other thing is the, the whole movie's about the date. Back to the Future. The events oh, of Back to the Future. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And there is Gremlins, a couple of Gremlins callbacks. They talk about the the Gremlins in the phone call from Lawrence. Um, the yeah. original version of the film, Mikey's mother hires the you know, Rosalita situation. And in the Spanish version of the film, Rosalita becomes an Italian woman named Rosanna. And the Italian used by the Spanish dubber is way better than the Spanish used by Corey Feldman. They wanted to throw in that little dig. <laughs> I thought it was cool. Lupe Antiveros, who plays Rosalita, helped Corey Feldman learn it by like sound, the Spanish that he was supposed hmm. to speak. At one point in the movie, I noticed this in my rewatch, the character uh, Mikey cries out, holy Mackenzie, and that's his brother. Sean Aston's brother is Mackenzie Aston. You think he did it just to be like, I'm going to get your name in this movie? Uh, maybe. I mean, I thought it was funny, too. I wonder if maybe they were trying to think of things that they could yell that wasn't always a curse word because they were definitely like counting how many curses. I don't know. That's a tip that yeah. somebody gave me before I had kids because obviously I have like a hideous trucker mouth and people were like, hey, try to think of like other things you could say when you like stub your toe. And I was like, yeah, OK, um, I'll try. And I'm not good at it. I have been told after having a kid, I had to replace motherfucker with shrimp cocktail. <laughs> shrimp cocktail. That's not even uh -huh. fun to say. Who? How's that shrimp going cocktail. for you? Uh, somebody told I mean, me Voldemort, which is pretty good. Oh, Voldemort. Like when you mm. get your foot. That one's okay. Oh. Instead, I accidentally, I don't, I don't know why this is what comes out, but I'll be like, oh, farts. And that's not better. It's not. Great. I mean, it's not fuck words, <laughs> but it's not better. Mm -hmm. Everything is dumb. Heather Langenkamp auditioned for the role of Andy. Do you remember who Heather Langenkamp is? Uh, Freddy Krueger. Yes, um, Nancy from right. Nightmare on yeah, Elm Street. Yeah, yeah. Ten and a half points, Nightmare on Elm Street, yeah. Mr. Paul. Yeah. Um, she auditioned yeah. for the role of Andy. Spielberg and Donner thought she had a great audition. She was the right type for the role, but she was 20, and the script described her as being 17, and both mm -hmm. of them felt that she was too old. Um, the water slide was real, and the cast and crew, including Donner, would sneak in and use it at night. <laughs> <laughs> of course they would. 
I don't know why there would always be like water just running, but I did read that they used like a bajillion gallons of water making this movie. So yeah, that's why. Yeah. Starts off with the WB logo and then goes to a skull and crossbones. So spooky. Skull into the skull. And then the Goonies logo. I love the Goonies font. I gotta say. I do too. Yeah, I do too. It's a good one. So we get the Fratelli escape. The music right away is just so good. I love the music right from the beginning during this whole escape thing. Um, he, he can't unlock the door, so he pops into the sunroom. Okay, let me ask you this. Does in, the, shooting... in the sunroom? <laughs> sunroom. Did I say sunroom? Awesome. He, uh, <laughs> he can't get in the door, and he pops right in the sunroof. That was great. Uh-huh. He shoots gasoline. Does that work? No, I don't think that works. None of this makes a lot of sense already. He, he uh, clocks that. He's like pretend hanging himself in the jail yep and he just sort of nudges the cop and the the cop like collapses and is completely knocked out and i kind of don't understand how these like there's like one cop in the whole station his brother is out in front of a police station just spreading gasoline (laughs) like no one in the police station notices there's just the one just the one. And now <laughs> but then there's like a bunch of them the chasing. Noggin. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. No one notices. I feel like there's probably a um, like Mythbusters on that, whether or not you can shoot gasoline and make it blow up. But lots of movies have and led us to believe that that's, that's a true thing. Mm-hmm. Did you catch there's a pre-power locks joke? Do you remember when like you were trying to unlock the doors of a car and you would lift the handle and someone would try and unlock it at the same time and it like yes, wouldn't work? Yes, and it would be. Yes. Yeah, and that's and why he goes the in the because they're not. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like that would be lost. Uh, anyway, oh right, like it doesn't make sense to anybody that it doesn't that was make sense thing. anymore. Yeah, so then we get a whole introduction montage during the car chase, which I think is kind of cool. I forgot mm-hmm. that this was a thing, but yeah, I did too. We're kind of seeing the car chase go through the town, but we see all of our peeps. We see Andy at cheerleader and sports yeah. ball with leg warmers. Know, pre- with leg warmers, obviously. Feldman is, for some reason, watching TV and getting water squirted. Everybody gets water squirted in their face except for Andy. Martha Clinton <laughs> takes water in the face. Chunk gets a shake in the face. Like, a bunch of people get stuff squirted at them. This is Chunk uh, smashes his pizza slice against the window of the Oh, story, so he eats then. pizza poorly and this he gets is, the milk This shake. is the first time he eats pizza poorly. This is just the first time in this movie where pizza is eaten poorly. Okay, so time number one. Put it on the record. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then we go into Mikey and Brand's bedroom. Okay, here's the thing. I'm going to say a dumb thing. The movie's called The Goonies. They call themselves yep. The Goonies. They live in The Goondocks. The internet yep. is like, obviously they're called Goonies because they live in The Goondocks, Beth. And I was like, why the fuck do they live in a place called The Goondocks? That's not a thing. <laughs> so I need to know why and how and whence this is what... I feel like they called it the Goonies and then they were like, shit, why is that what we call ourselves? But like, I'm not even sure we need. I don't know. I don't know (laughs) if it's a thing that happened after this movie, like that there's a place in Astoria that's called the Goondocks. Or did they like? Did it just become that because they? I feel they that it, it's like a, yes. I feel like it's from like the movie. it's an after a thing. I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, I, good. I Here, here's my question it. about the whole what? plot of this movie. Great. This is supposedly set on the West Coast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oregon, Astoria, yes. Oregon. Okay. Yes. Okay. Sure. September. And the year is of of one eyed Willie is like sixteen something, sixteen thirty two or something. 
Sure. Right. Yeah. On the West Coast, there's a pirate ship on the West Coast of the United States in 1632? Like, I, Not maybe? a lot of I, this I mean, makes a ton of sense. Um, there actually, I read something about that. They didn't have like a great, you know, reason why that would be a thing. I, I mean, it could be. I guess it's possible. But like, I mean, that's something if he's being chased by was it, i don't know the whole story just seems like uh i don't know this could be set in like north carolina maybe but like oregon i don't uh, know yeah it I don't just know seems a little well paul they but had to set it in the anyway. goondocks so that they could call it the goonies right because the goondocks were already there beth everybody knows about the fucking goondocks everybody uh-huh. knows the goondocks it's stupid i know the boondocks is a thing but yeah. that isn't this is not that anyway i so right. that's, no, that's maybe that that's that. why right but that anyway, also makes sense. i think mouth mouth what i just think mouth isn't a fantastic nickname for a kid like the fact that they call him mouth like that's just that's a good nickname but mikey and brand this is the first time where he says something wrong and brand goes it's delude like he says it wrong he goes that's what i said and um yeah i love that i love that i just a running yeah i love it so much i know we watched the burbs for patreon one time have we watched anything else with Corey feldman in it because i don't know if i've expressed to you my like entire huge lifelong crush for Corey feldman Yeah, Koi Feldman's in Gremlins. Yes, yes, yes. And he's a cutie. He's like, this is right around that time. Like, he was still pretty young. He's a, um, he's a in Christmas that. tree. So he was a Christmas tree. I always loved him. I always thought he was he so cute. He plays a I, Christmas tree. <laughs> he's a Christmas tree. Merry Christmas. That's perfect. So anyway, I love him. And he shows up. And I always thought he was so cool. And um, it's our last Goonie yep. weekend. And then, okay, so I know that you had a problem with the same thing that I had a problem with, which is... Takes us directly the to the friend. fat shaming. Yeah. And yep. the fat friend and the truffle shuffle. And the poor kid did not want to do it. Uh-huh. Also, he was recovering from chicken pox. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not cute. It's not cute. Don't no. do it. Don't do it. Right. It's the not truffle. cute. Like, he clearly is not into it even. It's not even like he's playing along, which would be, I guess, maybe a little bit better, but still not great because you don't know what this is. But, like, he's clearly like, don't make me do this fat shamey thing. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, it's not cute. Um, and when people still call back to it and are like, oh, that's so great. I'm like, that part is the part that's not great. Um, <laughs> right. Everything else you can, right. you know, but anyway. Right. So then we have a, a, our first of many Rube Goldberg machines. Uh, yeah, I wrote the same thing. In. The Rube Goldberg machine. It's so great that they made this thing and then they all just watch it happen. Like, it's going to do the thing this time. Like. Right, and then it, like, involves a chicken laying an egg, which, like, what if she's not into it that day? What if it's the seventh time she's like, bitches, please, like. (laughs) The balloon, they have to go reset the balloon every single time they made this thing go. It's exhausting, yeah. Listen, I can only hope that my son makes some crazy, wacky Rube Goldberg shit in my house like that. Oh, my God, I know. I know, I would love it. I would fully support that shenanigans, but also I feel like I'm very exasperated as a mom, so I'd like to pretend I would be cool about it, but I cannot. I make no promises. Um, So Chunk is a little lying liar face all the time, and then they break the statue, and they they can't figure out how to put the weenie back on. Michael Jackson came over to your house to use the bathroom. (laughs) And he's like, well, okay, that later he he says, that was a lie. But then also Corey Feldman was like really tight buzz with Michael Jackson for a long time. But a sister did. (laughs) Right, which sister, whatever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's my mom's most favorite piece. (laughs) (laughs) 
mom's most favorite piece. Um, It's all very good. Yep. And then, okay, so this is what I like here in this moment is the mom is talking to Milo Minute and she's like low-key threatening them and she's trying not to curse, which I like. And then she also says words wrong and Mm -hmm. Brand corrects her too. And she's like, that's what I said. And I love that. (laughs) I don't think I ever noticed that before. So I like that too. And then she says that she thinks he's coming down with asthma. I don't think that's how that works. Um, (laughs) I feel like he's already got it. He has a little inhaler. I don't think he's coming down with it. Yep, yep, yep. She says, I don't like that language, but that's what you're going to be in. She's trying not to swear. Yes. She also says, I don't like that language. I like like the house clean when it's torn down. (laughs) Yes, she does, which I feel like is a very 80s mom thing Mm -hmm, to worry about. mm -hmm. What is she going grocery shopping for? Like, what are we? It doesn't matter. It's not her business. Doesn't matter. She has a broken arm that we know nothing about. She has a whole other life we get to know nothing about. <laughs> right. Uh, you didn't talk about Sean, the the uh, the outfit Sean Aston has on at the beginning of this movie, which is uh, denim Dan, uh, Canadian yes, tuxedo. It's a lot of denim. It's <laughs> a lot of denim. Everyone is very. It's very 80s, like definitely just what you picture all these kids with. It's not 80s mall. It's Mm -hmm. not 80s music video. It's not 80s punks. They're just wearing like the clothes. And I feel like not to segue, but that's a thing that like Stranger Things, I think, does well is like that's what they're they look exactly like these kids. And then later, Sean Aston is in that and all of that. So so Sean Aston does the whole they are up in the attic and he does the whole one eyed Willie story. And he is so good telling the story. Mm hmm. The music is so good and they just show a sweet little face and he's like looking off into the distance and he's like telling about the story and no, my dad tells me the truth and he's just so cute and sweet and like that is why this movie works. I feel like just because I I just think he's so genuine. This is where I wrote the, I feel like this is where the magic of this movie starts. The music with the pirate story. He's like the rejects like us, the goonies. He's getting them all into it. Like this this is where Right. Yeah. Absolutely. I also like they call treasure rich stuff through the whole rich movie. Stuff. We got to get the, the rich stuff. <laughs> I don't know. No kid. No one has ever said that any other time. Um, right. I don't know why they didn't just call it gold or jewels or whatever. Uh, loot, treasure, any of the following. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Brand, then the business guys come and Brand gives. He, he's like shitty to them. Oh, she's buying Pampers for us kids. Like... And mm-hmm. then he gives him the sweetest brother hug. Like he goes back in the house and then comes out the other way to like give him a hug. And it's so sweet. Mm-hmm. And then we cut it to the Cindy Lauper video. Um, oh, yeah. The song, the song wasn't done yet when they filmed, but so they like, it, I don't know what was on the TV while they were acting, but it was added in. And then he says, they, they tie him up in his own workout gear and he says, I'm going to hit you so hard. When you wake up, your clothes will be out of style. <laughs> I always think that's a real good one. And you're hyperventriculating. So, and yeah, the mom comes back and she says, I'm going to commit Harry Krishna. I think you mean Harry Carey, mom. Like, <laughs> Bran steals the bike from the little girl, and that little girl was told to act mad about it. So she screams into the middle distance and stomps her feet. And it's very, <laughs> very funny to me. Mm-hmm. I think it's supposed to be Data's like little sister or something. Oh, Totally could be. So then we get to Andy. Oh, yeah, because Data definitely lives next door. Right. Yeah. Andy, Troy, and Martha Plimpton, whose name I don't know until the end. It's Steph. But the whole time I just called her MP in my notes. (laughs) 
Martha Plimpton does some real good feminist uh, advocacy work. If you're interested in what she's up to now, um, oh, okay. I'm a big fan of her to this day. A, a is four. We'll plug for for all of that <laughs> leftist agenda. But yeah, so she's. I so I couldn't remember what. I don't feel like they say her character name for a really long time. But they're in the car, and then Troy legit almost killed. Like he literally could have died in this moment. Yeah. Oh, 100 percent. Troy is immediately the shittiest of shitheads. And he could have killed Brand right there. Like, and we don't really see the the cliff that he goes off of. It just kind of cuts away as he flies off this cliff. I don't know. Right. And then he yeah. doesn't even have like he should have like twigs. If this was like a different kind of movie, he would have like twigs in his hair and like a bird in a shirt or some shit. Like yeah. he would have like <laughs> from having like rolled through the brush. It's ludicrous. Then we're, you know, watching the landmark of the restaurant. And he somebody says one of the kids says drug dealers wouldn't be caught dead in those polyester rags. And I was like, absolutely (laughs) fucking not. Absolutely not. Maybe Mm -hmm. mouth. But I think it was like data. Like that's not. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's data. And then we hear gunshots. And this is where I noticed for the first time how much like cursing there is. There's lots of shits and dams and stuff. Right. Maybe that's why I was not allowed to watch this movie. That's possible. I obviously so many, so many shits. S-H-I-T, Paul. Yeah. Chunk finds the car with bullet holes. The fucking tongue thing. She's like, all we serve here is tongue. What the fuck? That way. She like literally assaults him. She pulls out a switchblade and assaults him. And they're still gonna go along with it. Like they're not gonna just I'm like, why why are they yeah well mikey's mikey's invested yeah yeah (laughs) because we're like i don't know that adult just assaulted me but i'm supposed to sit here and drink this mud water and be polite like what (laughs) what the fuck absolutely not like yeah i don't understand why they don't leave and then like the big brother the big brother singing he's an actual like opera singer so they just figured they'd add that in i guess Mm-hmm. And then somehow Brand is there to save the day, <laughs> but then Mikey ends up talking him into staying. And then all like yeah. then we get all of our Goonies together. Now the girls are there. Everybody's all together. Right, right, right. And then the next, my next note is that Andy and Brand almost kiss. They're about two seconds into this shenanigans. They're like in the pipe or in the fucking basement cavern or whatever, and they have like an almost smooch like right off the bat. First of all, what was she doing in that car with Troy if she wanted to go on a date? Yeah, with her well, she's got I'm a not sweater shaming, too. Do what she got to do. Yeah, like, but like, also, like, that doesn't make any sense plot wise necessarily. But right, I remember thinking that these smooches between Andy and Brand, and then later, like, in the movie when they do smooch more, like, I remember thinking these were absolutely like the most romantic, like, sexy thing. That was like the most <laughs> I had ever thought of happening with a boy, probably when I first saw this, and like. Uh-huh. I was super into it because that she like really she like she this this like little sweetie she just like she wants the smooch and she wants it so bad and I'm like I can relate girl you know <laughs> Mikey calls Brand Josh oh, <laughs> as I they're going that. down I to the basement and really? they just left it in yeah they absolutely like and it's like a known thing he just uh, called him by his fucking real name and they left it in uh, <laughs> <laughs> Martha Plimpton says I feel like I'm babysitting and I'm not getting paid yeah. And later I wrote that Brand is, to call back to Stranger Things, is Steve from Stranger Things. Because now he's babysitting these fucking kids in the middle of the fucking, like, underground or whatever. They're the Fratellis. They're definitely going to, like, oh, they're going to kill. Then more pizza eating. They're going to kill each other over pepperoni. Is that your Yes, this is the second time they bring in a pizza and they're throwing it at each other. And they never actually eat it. They just throw pieces of cheese pizza and call it pepperoni at each other. 
and Chunk can smell it. And Chunk can smell it. Fat jokes. And those kids leave Chunk trapped. They do. They hundred percent leave him in the freezer. Also, the the guy in the freezer is a little scary. I was debating whether I was just gonna like. I I was debating should I watch this by myself again for this, or should I just show it to my son and go for it? Spoilers for the end of this episode. But I was kind of glad I didn't because I think. There are some kind of freaky parts in here. And one of those is when they find the dead body. Well, the multiple dead bodies. But, like, I don't think he would be so bothered with skeleton bodies. But the body in the freezer with the fresh, like, bullet hole in his head. I think that would be a little freaky and for for Seven. Yeah, it's not the cutest. But then it turns into, like, a comedy of Chunk in the freezer. I don't know. Like, that's funny-ish to me as an adult because he's like oh i'm trapped by the-. but like i'm not sure my son would think that was so funny trapped in a freezer with this like dead body falling on him i also think if you yeah. watch the guy's face who's the dead body he looks like he's trying not to laugh the whole time Ugh. like whoever's playing the dead body <laughs> i but... did not uh notice that but sure <laughs> yeah so chunk is trying to do and then they're like go get the police and i'm like guys this is all a bad it's yeah. a bad yeah, yeah, plan yeah. everybody so and then they're messing with the pipes and this somehow fucks up Troy on the on the crapper in the it's, country. The club, whole pipe which thing is, is so ridiculous. Like that's And then all they do is so like ridiculous. shake some pipes. There's only five pipes, but they're gonna shake all of them. And then later <laughs> they're still shaking. They're uh-huh. like reverse pressure. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's how that works. I'm a plumber, yep. I don't know if you know. But then we get to <laughs> chunk and the fingers and the immediately like he immediately snitches and they don't believe him and this begins the litany of confessions this goes back and forth for a while but i probably have said this i don't know if i've said it on the podcast um i've said it a lot in life don't tell me secrets because i will immediately upon any sort of sort of physical pain i'm gonna tell starting at the beginning like yeah like every little tiny infraction that i have ever done in my life i feel like i would immediately start so just the public service announcement don't trust me with private secret <laughs> shit i don't think I okay could. if someone was holding your hand over a blender you're gonna be like no i think i'll keep shit. absolutely not not a chance <laughs> i i just like how the older fratelli brother uh is just like loves this litany of stuff he that chunk it. is he loves it yep yeah, when he starts to do the puke thing, and then I yeah. did this, and the guy goes, oh, "I'm starting to like this kid." Yeah, <laughs> and everyone puked, and it was horrible. Yep. And he's doing this yep. like fake crying the whole time. It's real good. <laughs> so Andy goes on this bizarre rant about, "Don't I have a beautiful body? I have a beautiful body. Don't I have a beautiful body? And if I don't, I'm gonna turn out like him." And that's when they see Chester Copperpot. Yep. yep. Booty trap. Booty trap. That's what I said. Oh, booby traps. Yeah, booty traps. Booty traps are a thing. That's, yeah. Data goes, he's dead for sure. He's dead for sure. (laughs) Yeah, no, he's dead for sure. (laughs) He's a rotting fucking skeleton. (laughs) So the booty traps get triggered. And then Martha Plimpton says, Brand, um... God put that rock there for a reason, and we <laughs> should be disturbing it. Um, and that's really funny, and she's yeah. right because it sends out the bats. The bats are literally just crepe paper balls with a fan. <laughs> this is another thing where I think if you watch Corey Feldman, he's just trying not to crap up, cr- crap up. He's trying not to crack up at the <laughs> the 
bats flying around like i think he looks like he's laughing through the whole thing at the bats oh probably i mean yeah could you imagine how much goddamn fun it would have been to like oh my gosh and do this shit oh my gosh the fact that they got these kids to do anything they were supposed to be doing and not just fucking around the whole time is like really incredible (laughs) this looks like the most fun like i want to do it now (laughs) yeah there should be a Goonies theme park. Oh, my God. I, like, 100% would do that and go through all of this. All of it. Yes. There's a beautiful waterfall. Mao thinks that Kennedy is Martin Sheen. Uh, <laughs> yep. It's real good. This is a really good poignant moment, though, where he's like. It is. They're like, no, we can't take it. We can't take these or somebody these else's wishes. These are people's wishes. And he's wishes. like, fuck that. This is my wish. I'm taking. I This didn't come true. I'm taking it back. Taking yes, back all the I'm wishes that didn't back. come true. That's. That's some poignant shit right there. I like it. Is, like, it is. For real. And yeah. he does like a good delivery. Like, even in these young movies when he's so young, and also he was in Stand by Me, and he was, you know, he mm-hmm. just has these moments where he's really like a goofy, he's like the comic relief character, but then he has these serious moments and he does so well. Like, that is such a good moment. Yeah. But then we cut from that poignant moment to Troy who wishes to, quote, make it, end quote, with Andy. And he somehow has dried off from getting shot to the ceiling on the shitters. (laughs) (laughs) He must have had a change of clothes at the country club, and now he's hanging out with his jock douche friends at the fucking well. Everybody knows you go to the well. That's the hangout place. Obviously. Well, you wish to have the sex, because that's a thing that people do. And then we get Mikey's Goonies Never Say Die speech. Never Say Die. It's their time of... Up there, it's our time down here. Down here, yeah, down here. And like, I feel like many times in my life, I have badly quoted this to people when they were being really passionate about something that was kind of dumb. And I'll just be like, it's our time down here. <laughs> down here. <laughs> I don't know what that none of that means anything, but the delivery is very good. She's in mm-hmm. the sweater, Andy, you like he's super Mm -hmm. betrayed by this you tried to kill a man earlier today um (laughs) (laughs) you're the worst yes yes what the fuck and then they just leave chunk alone and we get the baby ruth they leave him in there Mm -hmm. and then he says geez mister you're even hungrier than i am there's a throwaway line like, oh, maybe he'd be useful later, so we shouldn't kill him or something like we that. We should put like, him as in to with why they would... or whatever. Right. 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 And then he says, which has to go in the insult list, man, you smell like fizz ed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to put that in. <laughs> That's great. The Fratellis are in pursuit in the caves. They get another booty trap. Data is saved by the Pinchers of Peril. Mm-hmm. And we get the Looney Tunes, like, boing sound effect boing, when he's yeah. saved. The, like, I thought yes. the same thing. And we get one later. The punching glove. You get, like, an I, 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 like, uh, you do. You get, when he gets you get punched Looney in the face with it. Yes, you get Looney Tunes sound effects whenever he uses his, like, gadgetry, which he's mm-hmm. got underneath that coat. That happens. That we, this is where we find out that Chunk's name is Lawrence, because the cop is like, Lawrence, what the fuck? <laughs> and right. he talks about the gremlins, and then Sloth is like, Rocky Road, which I feel like is something that people really remember yeah. about this film. Yeah, yeah. Sloth doesn't have many lines, but they they get quoted a lot. Like, hey, they you really guys. They really do. And, hey, you guys, yeah. and Rocky Road. So then we go, we have to have a potty break. So we have the boys' room, the girls' room, and the men's room. <laughs> uh-huh. 
And the makeout room. What? The makeout room. I think he was standing in a hole. And Plimpton sees the whole thing and she's just laughing, which is super funny to me. <laughs> she's like, no, Steph, why are you laughing? It was beautiful. Which is like, <laughs> yep. They go in the tunnel and it looks like a skull. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. This, how is this like the most high tech pirate ever? This pirate, One-Eyed Willie, has apparently set up this series of traps and tunnels and booby traps. There's like a rolling ball that triggers the thing that traps his hand. There's all these like trip wire. And yeah. well, yeah, and it's gets he's clearly the first Goonie or whatever. But then, like, then we get to like a skeleton piano, and if you don't play the right notes on the skeleton piano, the floor yeah. falls out. And if you play the right notes, yeah. the the drawbridge passageway opens up. Like, how the fuck? This is some pirate in a cave, like three hundred yeah. years ago, Who whatever it's supposed to be. I don't know what it. Who created all these fucking... And they're still working, too. <laughs> like, right, what? right. Somebody's been WD-40ing uh, that cave door all this time. <laughs> <laughs> right. But so we, we get to the piano, which, I mean, I like that. It's super cool. They got to play the it's skeleton piano. super cool. That stuck with me. I also failed out yes. of piano lessons. And so I was like, oh, balls. <laughs> that would be really hard. As someone who fails out of piano lessons, are you going to say what I think you're okay. going to say? Go ahead. Which is, you can't tell if it's an A sharp or a B flat. Is that what you're going to say? It's the same note. She says that line. <laughs> it's the same note. <laughs> yeah. She goes, I'm trying. Yeah. I'm not I, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, the it's same an A sharp note. or a B flat. Yeah. Yeah. A sharp and B flat are the same note. And also, uh-huh. she's playing chords and it's not chords. It's, it's not, not chords. <laughs> it's not. So it's very cool. But mm-hmm. it is a super cool thing. Yes, it is a super cool done. thing. Whatever. That's really funny. So then that's we brings us to the, the water the water slide, and then they find the ship. Right. Andy, this whole ship's a treasure. And then he has his moment with Willie. You're the first Goonie, and he does the inhaler puff, and he sees them, and he's like, oh, uh, how long have you guys been here? And they're like, a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which I think is good. And he wisely is like, save some for Willie. And they're like, uh-huh. okay. You know that's going to come back then. Of course. My favorite is the Fratellis come and they're they're trying to shuffle them off into like whatever. They're going to, they're doom. And the girls see each other and they're all decked out. And they have a moment of, oh, I love that. And then they get, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love that moment. Oh, he looks so good. And then they like get, it's real cute. <laughs> right. Data talks in third person, like a lot. Yes, which he is does. A like a lot. Well, thing he's all mad. Um, his thing bites it in the dick. It bites him in the dick. <laughs> that guy, and then mouth has a whole mouthful of pearls, and the ma fratelli's pulling it out, and the, she's just it's like, like Jesus, oh my god. It's <laughs> 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 good. Yep, um, yep. And then we get to last next big line, which is, hey, you guys, which is good. Yeah, I feel like we used to shout yep. that. Like, we used to, sh- friends in the neighborhood. We yes, used to everybody. Shout, hey, yes. you guys. Like, I just, yeah. That's one of those, like, but, enduring lines. Absolutely. Yep. So they do the cool tear down the sail because they saw it in the movie. Here's what's funny is that Chung comes in with this almost seven foot tall monster looking person 
And the kids are all like, oh, that's fine. That's that's just Chunk's friend now. Like, we're not, we're fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, we're fine. <laughs> cool. cool. Mikey saw him earlier, right? Very accepting. Did I don't feel like they had him? a conversation about it. And yeah. um, and then he says, no, I'm Captain Chunk, which is great. Um, <laughs> Sloth somehow has a Superman shirt under his other shirt, because why wouldn't he? Yep. No, it's a sloth. It's S for sloth. Sure, okay. And then he says, we yeah. were going to get your teeth fixed. We spent the money on Francis's toupee. And he says, oh, we're happy. It's out of nowhere. <laughs> I just like their but They're trying to, like, the Sloth comes down. And I forget which one of It must be the older brother says, like, we're in deep yeah. shit now, Francis. Like, right, he knows. Right. He's like, <laughs> yeah. We've been mean to him for a long time. Like, mm-hmm. And then the mom tried, and she sucks. And then he dumps her in the water. And uh, all that rich stuff. They're so, yeah. so butthurt about the rich stuff. <laughs> they take a moment, Andy and, and Brand. Andy's jumped, has now been off the plank with her hands tied together. She's like, I can't swim yeah. with my hands tied together. So, jump, so she gets saved. Brand saved her. And they're like, oh, the cave-in's happening, so and the pirates, or the, the pirates, the, the um, Fratellis are after us, Fratellis. and we've almost died a few times. Let me, I'm not going to free you, just let me inside so I can kiss you. Like, that <laughs> moment put something in my brain at the age of, like, whatever, eight, seven, and it's never gone away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? And I watched it, I'm like, yep, still. Yep, I don't know. So mm, stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's this is where I wrote his brand, the original Steve. <laughs> and then, yeah, so then Sloth saves the day, you know. And what about the loot? What about our lives? He has like three of those type of, it doesn't yeah. matter if we can't, blah, 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 you know. Um, I love yeah. you. He says, I love you, Chunk. And he says, I love you too. You're going to get crushed. <laughs> <laughs> there is yet another Rube Goldberg. And then... The fucking Mounties or whatever are out there looking for him. And he goes, oh, it's those goobers. (laughs) It's it's those goobers. (laughs) Which you think if it was called the Goondocks, he would know, like, it's not the goobers. What the fuck? Well, maybe it's the Goobdocks. They didn't know why it was called the fucking. So then you get the whole, like, crazy jumble of the the reuniting families. Can I do piano Mm -hmm. lessons and blah, 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 and all of that. And this is the third time where pizza's eaten badly in this movie. Oh, yes, because he's got Domino's. Because his mom brings him Domino's pizza on the beach. <laughs> right, yeah. That's also, that's a real thing. Yep. Your favorite, Domino's. <laughs> Everyone's favorite. So Mouth and Steph clearly, like, have a crush on each other. And uh-huh. then Andy tells Mikey to keep smooching girls, which yikes. And then she's just making out with Brand. And the mom's like, nah, whatever, let her mother worry. <laughs> which, whatever. <laughs> The kids protect Sloth and then mm-hmm. fucking Troy. But then my favorite is that Mouth writes on his coat. <laughs> he grabs the pen and he writes on his coat. Oh, and I love that. Okay, let me ask you this. What the fuck is Rosalina still doing around? Yeah, She's still I, I also Mouth. sort of, yeah. And she comes it's, to the, the beach whole for the ending reuniting. is just like, yeah. let's have everyone in this movie on the beach because why not? It's like, hey, your kids were missing overnight. And possibly that here's the other thing: the the ship sails off into the setting sun, so it has to be right. like a it's full a whole day later. Day. Yep. And so they've been yep. missing for like 24 hours. They just found your kids on the beach, and this guy's like, 
hey, I'm following you to the beach so you can sign over your house to me now that we found your kids like 10 seconds ago. Like, right, right. They just put everyone on the beach. Like, let's wrap up everything here. No more scenes in this Also, movie. is one bag of jewels enough? Because they're just letting that shit yeah, I guess away. So. I'm like, go get it! I mean, <laughs> Beth, do you know how much giant glass jewels are worth? It's got to be at least $10 I mean, worth of glass in her hand. <laughs> right, at least, and that should be enough to save all the houses in the goondocks right, in 80s right, right, right. money, or whatever the fucking fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but anyway, the, the day is saved, and everyone's so happy. Yay! How, does this go in your canon? Yeah, it does. And it's almost it's almost there, but not quite. I really debated yeah. on, should I just be like, hey, let's watch a movie and show them the Goonies? And I'm glad I didn't yet because of the few things in here. But you know what? Honestly, the bad words are not. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> we can have a whole conversation about my wife's teaching bad words to my son. Um, oh, I would love to have that conversation. The, I'm sure she'd love you to talk about it on the we pod. We should bring, bring, her on, uh, bring her on the podcast where we talk about <laughs> teaching bad words to my son. But... That that doesn't bother me so much. Like he gets the existence of bad words, and he's heard them, and right. I, you know, he's he's fine. It's the dead body scare thing that I think there would be more issues with. That like, right? I don't know. Skeletons, no worries. Pirate skeletons doesn't matter. But no, that, that body in the nah, yeah yeah maybe so one more that's, year. That's I think I think so. What about you? Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. It goes in my canon. I think you're right. I almost wonder if part of me sometimes wonders if we overly worry about these things because we've seen our kids yeah. get nervous about it or like we just don't we want to like shield them from stuff because I, I wonder like my kids have seen some stuff obviously outside of my control that they are like totally fine with that I'm like, oh, I would have thought that was too whatever right. for them. I mean, not to say there's not a value in trying to protect their little brains as long as possible, but yeah. So, I mean, I think it's definitely on the horizon, like within the next couple of years, because I think that, and I, I hope that they, but I also think they would need to be a little older, just mine, you know, because mine are a little younger than yours to follow the, want to stick with the plot and like stay with the, I mean, I think the pacing is, is good, but they're used to shorter shorter more you know disney musical type of stuff so i wouldn't Mm -hmm. i would want to wait until i thought they could really enjoy the plot points you know but yeah Yeah. i think it really holds up and i mean even though the fat friend stuff sucks it isn't quite as bad as it is in some other things and i think that it's yeah it's only like the couple that one yeah i think the good outweighs it and so yeah no i was i had a great time watching this again i was really happy to watch it again so yeah. So we hope you guys had a good time uh, listening to it. And we got to hear Cindy Lauper sing again, which is great. Good yeah. enough <laughs> for you. It's, I like that song. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's all of it, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks to Joe Costanza for writing our theme song. If you want more nerdy goodness, we're online at Nerd Cannon on all the things. Join our Patreon at patreon.com slash Nerd Cannon. And we will see you in two weeks with something Uh-oh. great. Something I don't remember. Something awesome. Oh, man, Beth, we have 80s, 90s candy to eat. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my. We're going to have a party. And, th- and after that, it's uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. So oh, there you go. Okay, so if you have an 80s or 90s candy that you need to listen to us talk about, then you need to message us on the social medias. Mm-hmm. Thanks, everybody. Until next time. Keep Nobody's never going to die. Nailed it. Ha <laughs> ha! Missed opportunity.